Do you have questions about the unknown that have never been answered? Tired of going to psychics and wishing you could develop your own intuition? Then Messages from the Other Side podcast is the answer. Weekly episodes feature psychic medium Simone Salmon, combining her gifts of storytelling and mediumship to narrate real communications with ghosts or angels and interviews with spiritual truth seekers to get the answers you need. So subscribe on Apple Podcast and Anchor FM or go to www.simonesalmon.com. It was 2 a.m. in the morning. I had just gotten off the train. I was working second shift those days. Um, Probably had two jobs, too, at the time, knowing me. I believe I did. I had one on the weekend and one during the week, and that was working from 4 p.m. to midnight. I had two jobs because I was trying to support myself and my two children. I had just bought a house upstate New York, and I had to pay the bills by myself, so I had to get two jobs. I didn't really have to get two jobs, but I chose to get two jobs, let's put it that way. In any event, I had gotten off the train, and it was snowing. It was a blizzard. I'd known that it was going to be snowing um, from early morning, so I, I had prepared. The shovel was in the back of the car. And if you know anything about upstate New York, maybe you don't, the snow is terrible, just in general. You know, snowfall can be anywhere from 6 to 10 inches on just a regular day. The further north you get from New York whenever there's snow. And Orange County is north of Rockland County, so it's much further north of the city. And we usually get a lot of snow. So being that this was a blizzard, there was a lot, a lot of snow. It was really, by the time I got off the train at 2 a.m., I think there was about two feet of snow. So I got out of the car, got the shovel from the trunk, and I shoveled the car out of the snow that had piled up just sitting there in the lot. Now, you have to envision this. I mean, at the time, I just had a small car. It was a Chevrolet Metro, a really small car, but I love the car. I mean, it took me everywhere. And it was very safe, and I felt secure in the car, even driving in the snow. And I was driving like a maniac back then. So I back out of the parking lot um, in my little Chevy Metro and get onto the highway from Beacon to Rock Tavern, New York, which is where I lived. And I'm driving at a snail's pace. I'm crawling because I can barely see, and there's a lot of snow get off the highway and I'm I'm praying I'm praying all the way through because it's so much snow that my car I'm the car that I usually feel safe and secure in I'm I'm getting nervous so I'm praying I'm just saying God please get me to the house safely please Lord get me home safely I mean my kids are there sleeping by themselves because 
At the time, I didn't have a babysitter. I would be home during the day, get them up, get them to school. And then in the afternoon, my older son would take care of my younger son. Um, he would, you know, warm up the food that I cooked and make sure that the homework was done. He didn't like it, but that was our only option at the time because of other issues with babysitters. I'm Psychic Medium Simone, and you're listening to Messages from the Other Side. Episode 4, Snow Angel. In 2000, I moved upstate. I was uh, a single mom with two young sons. I didn't want to raise them in the city. I wanted to give them a different type of life. I wanted to raise them in the suburbs like I had been raised. I had been raised in a nice small community, and I wanted to give that to my children also. So I moved upstate, and after searching In different communities, I settled on Orange County, but a beautiful home. It was a four-bedroom house. It's a four-bedroom, two-and-a-half bathroom house on 1.2 acres of land. I had a pool in the backyard. It was just, it was a beautiful home. It was a beautiful first home to have and to raise young kids. As a single mom, I had to work two jobs to make ends meet. And I had been working in the city as a supervisor in a word processing department for a financial firm. And I got a second job doing the same thing. So I had two jobs, one during the evening and one overnight. And I would just work, go from one job to the next. At first, I was actually driving back and forth to work. So... It wasn't bad when I first moved upstate. I would drive into the city and then drive home from work. But I was becoming so exhausted because I wasn't getting that much sleep. One day when I was coming home from work, I was so exhausted. And I was driving and I had the windows down. It was wintertime, so the air was really crisp and cold. I thought, okay, this is going to keep me awake. I had the windows down. I had my music blasting. Who's going to fall asleep? Windows down, music blasting, and it's freezing. Sure enough, I don't know when I fell asleep, but I fell asleep driving. That was the only time that that's ever happened to me because I've made sure not to do that again. But I fell asleep. And I didn't know when I fell asleep. That's how exhausted I was. I woke up swerving in the middle of the lane. And I was in the middle lane and I'm swerving back and forth. And in front of me is this huge tractor trailer. He must be seeing me in his uh, rearview mirror because he's blowing the horn. And it was just, just him and I on the street. Thank goodness. It was just him and I on the street at the time. I woke up and must have, you know, cognitively heard the blaring horns, the truck's horns, and I woke up. And after that, I decided that I would never, ever drive to work, drive in or from work again. And so I started taking the train. Definitely wasn't getting any sleep then because the commute was around two hours long each way, and I had to be at work 
then get home in time to cook and um, get back to work again. So I wasn't really sleeping. I wasn't getting a lot of sleep, but I had to do it because I had two children to support and I had to make ends meet. And that was the way that I did it. And I did it for a long time until I started my business and it worked. I didn't have a lot of sleep, but I was younger then. Can't do that now. I would never, ever be able to do that now. But I was younger then and I was able to do it. I think I was maybe sleeping two hours a a day at most. You know, I would sleep on the train, um, sleep going to work, sleep coming from work, sleep one a couple hours when I got in. Anyway, it did work for me for a short period of time. We'll be right back after the break. So my older son was taking care of my younger son at the time. Uh, We had had some issues with babysitters, especially the last babysitter who had decided to beat my younger son multiple on multiple occasions and I finally found out after quizzing him he would never eat from her he would he just hated her and he wasn't the type of child that would dislike someone he was very loving and just a really great kid and it was very odd that he was so turned off by this woman so finally I quizzed him and he told me Well, before that, I actually called home and he was screaming, crying in the background when she answered. And I asked her, why is he crying? What's wrong? What's going on? And she said, oh, you know, she gave me some excuse. Um, And I asked him when I got home and he he said it wasn't anything. You know, he didn't tell. I said, did she hit you? She said, he said no. And then finally, one weekend, I got him on the staircase and I said, JJ, tell me, you know, you don't have to be afraid if if she's hitting you, you tell me and I'll take care of it. Did she tell you not to tell me if she was hitting you? And he he nodded his head. And that's how I found out that she was abusing my child. So in any event, I got rid of her and then I decided I wasn't getting any more babysitters because I wasn't going to allow anyone to, to abuse my children. Back to the story. So I'm praying and um, I'm praying that you know, just get me home safe to my kids because they're by themselves and it's a blizzard and, you know, I'm panicked. I'm, I just want to get home to them so that I can know that they'll be safe and sound. I finally get off the highway, I'm crawling at a snail's pace again, finally get to my street and I'm like, oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I got to my street, got midway down the street and the car gets stuck in all the snow. And I just, I'm just panicked because I'm in the middle of the street, which means that no one can get by me because upstate New York, some of the streets are really small. Well, they were at the time. There was typically only one car could get down at a time or pull over to the side and make sure the other car is getting down. Now there's all the snow. Definitely, you're not going to have enough room for cars to get by. So I'm stuck in the snow and I get out the car and I'm like, okay, I'm going to shovel my way down the rest of the street. Get the shovel. Actually, I'm going to get the shovel. And as I turn back from the trunk, a truck is like right there. I didn't hear it pull up. I didn't see lights before. This red truck appears out of nowhere. It wasn't a plow machine. It was just a truck with a plow in the front. So this this truck was plowing snow, I assumed. And the guy said to me, 
are you okay? Do you need help? And I said, yes, my driveway is some feet down from here, maybe three houses down. I just want to get into my driveway. Well, he was nice enough, this man, to plow the street where my car, from my car to the driveway, and then plow my driveway. Now, the house that I had purchased was on 1.2 acres of land, and my driveway was really like one of those long driveways. It would take maybe an hour to shovel it. He plowed the whole driveway and came back out. It was just unbelievable that he did this for me. And I got in the car, drove into the driveway to make sure that I could get in before the snow, the snow piled up again. And I looked around to say thank you. And he was gone. Now, his truck had been parked in front of my car while my car was stuck in the middle of the street. And after he backed out of my driveway, after plowing the driveway, he was again parked in front of my car so I could see his truck. As I pulled into the driveway, his truck was still there. I saw the truck. But when I got out the car, the truck was gone. So I run down the driveway to see if I see him going down the street, but there's no truck. I, I was looking at the tire tracks to give me an idea of where the truck may have gone. He may have gone up the next street from mine, which is about two or three houses down, but there were no tire tracks. And I know, yes, it was bl a blizzard and the snow was coming down hard, but I would have been able to see those tire tracks because it wasn't that much of time that had expired between the time I parked the car, pulled in, parked the car, and then went to the drive down the bottom of the driveway. I didn't see his car. I didn't see the lights. I didn't see anything. Like, it wasn't there anymore. The truck wasn't there. He wasn't there. Okay, tomorrow when I get up, I'm going to walk through the neighborhood and see if I can find this truck. Because usually, plows are local. I thought maybe he might have been a local person. I knew pretty much everyone, in the, not everyone, but enough people in the neighborhood to know that if this was someone else other than the people that I knew, I would be able to identify that person. But the next day and maybe the week after that, I never found this person. I never saw that person again for another snowstorm. Never. I just never saw this individual again. And it could be that it was just a regular human being that just was coming by and assisted me. But I, I personally believe that he was an angel. He came right at the second that I just panicked and was just, oh God, please help me. He was there. And as soon as I pulled in the driveway, he was gone. I never saw him again. So that's my experience with one of my angels, <laughs> my guardian angels, who was there to help me in dire times of need. I really needed help. And that angel appeared. I hope you enjoyed the story. Next week, I will be sharing my interview with a, my guest, Sunny Dawn Johnston, and she'll be talking about angels. And I, I believe I mentioned this story to her. It stood out so much, that incident stood out so much in my mind that I brought it up on the interview with her. So do remember to listen in and I hope to hear from you with your voice messages. Please share the show with your family and friends, and I look forward to 
tuning in with you again soon. Thanks for listening in. Do remember to stop by so you can hear next week's episode. I look forward to hearing from you and your voice messages and your emails. Thanks again. This is Psychic Medium Simone, and you've been listening to Messages from the Other Side. Thank you.